Lord and welcome to the God of Wonders radio program. Kirba Stephen, in the message entitled, Seek Ye First the Kingdom of God, will examine what it means to put God above all things in our lives and all the blessings that follow when we do. Okay, tonight's message is going to be on having right priorities. Matthew chapter 6 verses 24 to 34. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven. Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. The key verse for today's message is from verse 33. It says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We're just going to look at the verses that Jesus spoke before that. Why is he saying that? When he says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We see from verse 24, God is comparing actually. He's saying you cannot serve God and you cannot serve money. You either have to serve God or you have to serve money. So, God is really making a clear distinction over here. There's nothing wrong you know, with having money, but there's a big difference between having money and serving money. There's a big difference between just having God and serving God. So God is really talking about who is our master tonight. Is Jesus our master or money is our master? Where is our priority? What are we actually seeking God for? Are we seeking God? We can even go to God, but our priorities might be money. So we have to really examine ourselves tonight as we're seeing God's word. What Jesus is talking here, he's not talking about not to go after big houses not about big cars, or in those days, don't go after more camels, more sheep, more gold, more pearls. Over here, Jesus is talking about the basic needs. He's talking about food. He's talking about clothing. He's talking about drink, water. And he's saying how even the very basic needs of our lives, such as food, clothing, and water, can actually cause us to serve, become servants of those, rather than servants of God. So we have to look at ourselves. What are we actually serving? We work in order to sustain ourselves, but we don't live to work. You know, what Jesus is saying here is, 
we're not eating because we live to eat, but we're eating just to sustain our bodies. That's why he's asking, is not life more important than your body? Life is more important. This is a house, but your life is more important than this. Body is more important than clothing. You know, clothing is just a covering for the body that we, we need, but we don't live for the clothing. So we have to really distinguish between that. Like, what is our need? And even when it comes down to need, what are we actually doing? Is our need actually eating us up? Are we living to meet our Lord's needs? That's what Jesus is saying over here. Therefore, take no thought for the morrow. And he's saying, don't worry about what shall we eat, what shall we drink, verse 31, and what shall we clothe ourselves with. And he's saying, after all these things, go after the Gentiles, not the people who know God. And he's saying, God already knows your needs. He already knows that we need food. He already knows that we need clothing. He knows that we need water. God knows everything. And he's saying, why are you going after that when you know that I know that you need these things? And two things that God is using, two examples Jesus is using from nature. One is, he's using the birds, and the other one, he's using the grass of the field. And the birds, God is talking that they don't sow, they don't reap, they don't save, they don't do anything. But God is saying, look, am I not providing for them? Am I not taking care of them? How much more, God says, that I will take care of you when you are my children? And he, he also talks about the flowers, about the grass. He's saying that how God is clothing. And if you look at the comparison, what God is making here is, he's not just giving any cloth. He's saying even Solomon, with all his glory, with all his riches, you cannot compare his clothing with the flowers that God you know, creates. They are so beautiful. And God is saying that if I can do for grass that is perishing, that's not even going to stay for a month. Today it is, and tomorrow it's gone. How much more will I give you? Beautiful comparison here is, it's not I'm giving you anything. It's not I'm going to give you the cheapest thing you know, out there. God is saying, I will give you the best. God will give you the best. God is saying, I will clothe you much better than the grass of the field. Which is so beautiful. And God is saying, I will give you much better than even the birds of the air. You're more precious than the birds of the air. That's what the Lord is saying. And saying, when you are so much valued in my sight, why are you spending your time worrying about what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do day after tomorrow? Some people worry about what's going to happen next month, what's going to happen six months from now, what is going to happen next year. The Lord is saying, you don't have to worry about anything. The only thing that we need to really be concerned is seeking God and His kingdom first. When we do that, you know the biggest promise is? God doesn't say, when you seek God in my kingdom first, in my righteousness, God doesn't say, okay, I will help you, you know, to seek after the other things. No. He says all the other things that he's talking about, the food, clothing, shelter, you know, the basic needs, it will be given, it will be added, it will be added unto us. So like for example, when we go to the store, you know, we have to buy some things, you know, we, we're going to go buy, say two shirts, you know, and uh, in a sale they say the third one is free, you know. We don't go out looking for the third one. We know when we get the two, we're going to get the third one free. So our concentration should not be on the addition. Our concentration should be on the main thing, which is the Lord, seeking the Lord, His kingdom, His righteousness. And God adds the rest. He just adds it. He's the one who says, okay, bonus, you know. And He gives you food, clothing, you know, whatever we need. And He meets our needs. You know, there is a verse in the Bible, in Philippians 4, verses 18 and 19. How God actually 
But I have all in abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He's saying that these people, they took care of Paul's needs, and they're actually ministering to the servant of God. That is one way of showing the Lord that we're seeking him, that we're seeking after his kingdom. When you're doing that, what the Lord is saying is, through Paul, that he will meet your needs. He's saying that you are taking care of my people, not little by little. He said, according to his riches, God's riches and glory by Christ Jesus, he will meet all of our needs, not some of our needs, not, not a portion, you know, not most of our needs. But he says all our needs will be met by God himself. So God is the one who really meets our needs, not us. If we spend our life like looking for, you know, how to meet our needs, okay, I have, we have emotional needs, we have physical needs, we have spiritual needs, we have financial needs, we have material needs. Imagine we spend our life like looking to meet our needs. Our whole life will be drained. But God says, that, leave it to me. I will take care of that. But all we need to do is seek God first. Are we putting God first in our lives? We have to ask the question. When I get up in the morning, what is my first thought in my mind? Am I getting up thinking that, oh, you know, how am I going to pay this bill? Or, oh, how am I going to manage tomorrow? Or when we get up, how is my child going to be? You know, how is his future going to be? How is his schooling going to be? Or how is my husband's job going to be? Or how is my job going to be? And all those things, God says, the Gentiles, they worry about. But we as children of God, if we have committed our lives to the Lord, we don't have to worry about that. It is a command from God, actually. Do not worry, God is saying. When he says, don't worry, we don't have to worry. All we need to do is seek God and his kingdom first. It's like this. When we go to school, when we have to take an exam, all we need to do is study. We study, we take our exam. That's what the Lord is saying. We do our part. And our part is, you know what? Not to look for food, shelter, and clothing. But our part is to seek God and his kingdom first. And then God will do, he will do his addition. He's going to do, supernaturally God does it. Does it mean that we don't go to work? No. Going to work is we're going to work to glorify God. Does it mean that we don't, you know, clean our house? No. We clean our house in order to glorify God. Does it mean, you know, we are in bed all the time like sitting and praying? No. Everything that we do, whether we eat or we drink, we do it into the glory of God. But we need to make sure that we're seeking God and his kingdom first. When we seek God and his kingdom first... What the Lord does is He puts our priorities. He tells us, morning, do this. Afternoon, do this. You know, evening, do this. You know, look for a job over here. Or apply over here. Or wait now. You know, apply tomorrow. God is the one who leads. But when we lose track of seeking His kingdom first, we become people who frantically, like, get all the applications we want. You know, go knock over here, knock over there, and get disappointed and sit down and then think, what's, what's this? You know, why is this not happening? You know, then we try to see, like, let, let me do five overtimes, let me do ten overtimes, you know. Let me see. Then we write on all the bills, you know, we have so much to pay, what am I going to do? But trust God and see. Trust Him to be a faithful provider. The day when we have to pay the bills, we have seen that over and over and over and over again. You know, and I know, you know, Stanley's dad, you know, who's in the ministry, like, they've seen that over and over again, like, God has never failed. Anytime we need to pay a bill, God comes right through the very minute when we need to pay it, God always provides. So when we take care of God's work, He is there to take care of our needs. And when we take care of our needs, we can only take care of it so much and so far. But when God takes care of our needs, 
he does it according to his riches like how he clothes the grass of the field much more than that much more in a beautiful way in a grander way in a glorious way god does it in abundance in god does it not only to our joy to our satisfaction to everyone who sees like a person who admires a flower the flower is not just admiring itself people admire the flower and they say how beautiful it is you know how who made this how beautiful it is and the glory goes to god so when people look at our lives when we seek god and his kingdom first our life will become a testimony to the glory of god when they see it just like how they admire the flowers and the birds they will admire our lives and give glory to god that is the whole purpose of god working in our lives is to bring glory to him so we're going to see over here the people who actually sought god and without them even asking how god provided for them god does not only care for our spiritual needs he cares for our bodily needs he cares for our emotional needs he cares for our physical needs he cares for our healing if we are sick the lord jesus knows that and he cares for us if we do not have a child god knows that god cares about that and god meets our needs and if we don't have money god cares about that god meets our needs you may write us at lbethel international ministries that's spelled e l space b e t h e l international ministries post office box 966 goshen new york Goshen is spelled G O S H E N New York 10924 USA or you can email us at godofwondersradio@elbethelinternationalministries.org Finally visit us on the web at www.elbethelinternationalministries.org Heavenly Father we praise you and thank you for the opportunity to bring your holy word to the people listening Father in heaven They draw their hearts closer to you. In Jesus precious name we thank you Lord. Amen. May God bless you. Please join us for part 2 of Seek First God's Kingdom next time.